Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Part-Time Allies Part-Time Podcast. I'm going to be your host, Josh, and joining me on the couch, as always, we have AJ. Winter is here still. <laughs> we only have one more week of winter until, <laughs> oh, no. until next year. Uh, also joined by Ryan. They call me Mr. Bulldogs. What? <laughs> what is that? What is Mr. Bulldogs? Isn't that the Rick and Morty reference? Sure. What? Or is it Mr. Bulldogs? I thought he was saying Dobbs. I don't know. <laughs> Get swifty, man. We we can confirm it in a second here. And <laughs> we also have a guest on the couch today, and that is good friend of the show, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hello. What a great intro voice sample. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Nice to be here. Um, I'd just like to correct Ryan. It's I'm Mr. Bulldog. Okay. Is oh, it, it, is, it is a bulldog, like the dog bulldog. So is he the guy who comes up to okay. the dad at the bar and is like, hey, we need to kill Rick? Is it that guy? What? No, 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 no. It's the Gwit. Uh, gwit. It's the Gwit shift. It's the it's the get <laughs> shit. Get, get swifty is what he's trying to say. It's the get swifty. Gwit, gwit shifty. Get but shifty. He made, it's really funny that you say that, Josh, because in the actual show, he makes the exact face that you did that our viewers can't see, <laughs> but just of pure confusion of what? I'm Mr. Bulldog? That makes complete no sense. I haven't, I've only been watching the newest season of Rick and Morty, so past references you need to watch rick and morty i'm I'm actually like super shocked because the entire time i thought he was saying i'm mr bull dobbs (laughs) and i'm like because i thought it was just something even more ridiculous than what's more ridiculous than bulldog bull dobbs first name first name bull last name dobbs that makes no sense but i could see them just rolling with it It, like half the show is improv anyway so (laughs) yeah i really like the parts where they just start laughing like halfway through like a skit or just talking <laughs> it's been good the pickle rick episode really got me back into rick and morty like oh, yeah. I, pickle rick. <laughs> just pickle the, rick. the animation of like his his pickle mech suits was just so good <laughs> okay the suit up scene yeah. <laughs> iron man it was mm-hmm. it was cool well ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us on episode 12 i think we are of yep. the part-time allies part-time podcast uh we have a quick announcement to make regarding one of our members of the Part-Time Allies Part-Time <gasps> Podcast. Oh, no. And that is Jordan. I he briefly passed away. <laughs> oh, no, wow. don't say he that. He has not passed away. Uh, I briefly mentioned this in the last episode. I wasn't sure if he was going to be in today. But um, Jordan is officially leaving the podcast, at least for a while. Wow. Not Jordan. Uh, he's no. moving countries. So we wish farewell to Jordan and best of luck in his future endeavors. And I'm sure we'll have him back on the show at some point. But the vision will be... Uh, complete. <laughs> yes, the uh, one of the original. So, Part Time Allies has been a brainstorm uh, between uh, AJ and Ryan for a very long time. And before I kind of like did like invited you guys here and did what we were doing. The original vision from from AJ was that uh, our fourth position was going to be a rotating chair. And so that was that was the like the name part time allies was because uh, people would would be phasing in and out and it wasn't yeah. even necessarily just one chair it could be you know multiple multiple people. Uh, so the vision is coming into fruition as AJ says we are getting closer to that. So hopefully we'll have a guest every week. We'll try. We'll try. Um, uh, I know we've talked about having Cole as a guest for weeks and weeks and weeks. So maybe next week we'll have that work. More insight in the movie. He's married see. now, so it's yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult. True. We yeah. might have Christian on too, actually, at the same time. Ooh. If I can make it work, I'd really like to. 
That'd be That'd crazy. Be really good movie. I'd also like to have David on when there's more than just two other people here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. D- David, I think, like, and, you know, huge thanks to David for coming on the on the show, but it definitely feels like we've been bringing, like, David, we're short people. Like, come on the show. <laughs> and I'd like to have him on as, like, a, as a legit guest. Yeah, yeah, legit guest. So that'd be cool. Not that you're not a legit yeah. guest. <laughs> we been, love you. He has guested the most out of any of our guests. So Ooh, uh, thanks to David. Stat? Is there a part-time alley stat <laughs> yeah, list now? It's, he's at two. Everyone else is at one. <laughs> it, so, the, you, what's the stat? Who's guesting the most? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so you get brownie points every time you come onto the show. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So Exactly. And you get free water. Mm-hmm. You do. Wow. Sometimes free alcohol if you want it. Whoa, did you say that? Yeah. This is a family-friendly... I mean, alcohol's not a swear word. <laughs> we're a family establishment here. Yeah, we're a family <laughs> establishment here. We can't we, drink. We, we alcohol doesn't <laughs> exist. Little Timmy has seen Daddy drink before. I'm sure. Oh no, Timmy! Daddy, what's up here? Oh boy, but yeah, and then that leads us not at all into the second piece of part-time ally news. Sure it does. Um, I have started a let's play on our YouTube channel. Wow. What? Mm. Yeah. So Crazy. the let's play. I didn't want it to be like a total legit you know, normal let's play, although that's kind of what it's become. Um, but it's supposed to be an analysis on Resident Evil 4 from the perspective of somebody who hasn't played any of the games and kind of wanted to see how it's held up. Because do you know what year it was originally released? Like early 2000s? Early 2000, 2000 I want to say 2003, but I could be wrong. Okay. I don't, I'm not too sure. Definitely looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I can't remember. So I've been playing through that. I've been having a total blast. So if you want to come check that out and see my opinions on it, uh, you can check that out on our YouTube channel, which is Part-Time Allies. Yes. So, yeah, that's been cool. So, back into the regular schedule of the show. AJ, what have you been up to this week? What have I been up to? Oh, man. Uh, work. And work. I've been, in terms of what I've been playing, I've been still trucking through Dark Souls 2. A little slower because I totally forget, like, a lot of the places in it. And Dark Souls 1, I could just breeze through it because I know everything. Yeah. Pretty much. But Dark Souls 2, like, I beat it, like, a couple years ago, so I don't really remember so I mean slugging through it, but I'm about I would say seventy percent done the actual full game, and then the DLC I haven't touched. So so technically sixty percent done the whole thing. Okay, I guess because I plan on doing the DLC, and then I've been also practicing three D modeling with Blender, doing some courses with that, and I've been playing anything else. A little bit of For on For Honored. Mm. I, I I jumped on that train because uh, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Did you uh, did you buy it after the free weekend? I did. Oh, <laughs> did you? So Good after the, yeah, the, four hundred and one. They, they it got worked. it. They got baited. it. Worked. Yeah, I got baited. <laughs> nice. It was really fun. It was really fun, and I was like, yeah, it's like half off. Sure, why not? I'll play with Jordan for a little bit, and then he's like, oh yeah, I gotta leave. I'm like, oh, now you're hooked. Now I can't <laughs> play with anybody. That sucks. So, but it's fun. Yeah, and you made the sick graphic for the Let's Play series. Yes, yes, I did. I did make that little thumbnail. I'm very proud of that mm-hmm. thumbnail. It should be cool. It's got my little pixely face on there. Yes, I, I do have a question about that. So, as an analysis, are you, at the very when you beat it, hopefully mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Um, will you have like a one video that just kind of? I would like to join you. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And I'm also totally willing to have other people on while I'm uh, playing like too. A, yeah, I would like to the join only, you. I would love to be in the background. <laughs> yeah, just only, like out of my mind, like. Yeah, Josh <laughs> killed him you constantly, him. just I, in the background, just the backseat driver. And I'll be <laughs> and I'll be the guy like on a, like I'll be guy in the background talking about oh this is from this in yeah. 1977, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the actual facts. And, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm I'm just the guy who knows nothing about Resident <laughs> Evil. Like 
oh yeah kill those zombies is are you rick are you rick from the walking dead is that's that right. how this that's game how works? this goes no yeah. but aj should be that all those facts that you just skip over immediately like <laughs> but he actually just reads the full like paragraph and he doesn't shut up the whole game the original idea for the game came in 1994 when so-and-so met so-and-so like i, I imagine me being like uh you know the speedrunners like oh yeah and the guy's speedrunning and the guy's like doing all the facts that'd yep. be me okay Wombo like combo. Or yeah. we could have a conversation. The wombo combo. He's like, oh, thank you to this subscriber. Uh, we got uh, five new subscribers right now. Yeah. we. I don't know quite how we're going to do the recording setup for that or where that would happen. But um, yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll yeah, it, talk to me. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll respond to I know, I know where you guys live. I, oh. I don't know where Sam lives, actually. But I know uh-huh. where Ryan and AJ live. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I know where Sam lives. Oh, no. <laughs> They finally found me. Okay. Anything else you've been up to, AJ? Uh, no. Well, okay. Going back though, it's fine that Jordan is leaving and you can't play for honored because in like a week we have Destiny Two. That's true, and I'm so hyped. And we're gonna we're gonna bunker down. We're gonna find a place and we're gonna all play. Right? Are we going to wait? Should I book it off? (laughs) Get wrecked. I should totally. I don't know what day it is. September sixth. Sixth. Boy, I'm. Uh, I'll finally have something to make me stop playing Battlefield One. <laughs> Let's oh do it. Oh my that. goodness! I'm no. I'm playing that game so like every September sixth is a Wednesday. <laughs> oh, Ooh. terrific! Maybe it's the fifth. Maybe it's the first. It's one of those. Well, days. let's figure it out, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play like a, all day. Yeah, I'm Let's excited. Do we'll, do, that, we'll do we'll do what we did with Bloodborne. Sweet. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, just seems like seems like a good time, but I'm not I'm not here. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll. But yeah, that's that's what I'm. Yeah. cool. Sounds good. Ryan, what are you up to? Well, I've I've been playing lots of Battlefield One again. Oh my goodness, that game is so fun. Rudy Tootie. I'm Point like, Judy. okay, for Point a bit, I was getting hooked on like everyone plays like the scout and they're just the snipers like hanging out camping. And I'm like, that's not fun. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna kind of try this. And man. I was getting some kills. I was doing awesome and yeah, just like boy. wrecking it. I'm like, yeah, this is sick. But then I switched to like a shotgunner and just running in there, like head down, like bam, bam, bam. And like it was, it's really fun. Cool. Like that game is terrific. But um, the the game that I, I don't know how it came about, but I just randomly started playing Bloodborne again. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! And I like trucked through that. I was looking at uh, one of my old playthroughs and I was like 10 hours in and I think I beat like the first two bosses. In 10 hours, I was done like four or five bosses. I was like, oh, it's like I know what I'm doing now or something like that. Did you beat it yet? (laughs) No. Oh, where are you? Want to know why? Because I, for some reason, I'm stuck at ROM. Oh, no, ROM. Which ROM is like easy, but he's not because of all his spider minion things. Spider. Yeah, you have to approach that of either one of two ways, like very methodically (laughs) killing all the spiders or just like bum rushing ROM and taking him out. I hated that boss when I started doing that. Little spider boys. But you you understand now that you've played it before. So you played the first part. So that's easy. Mm -hmm. That's what what Dark Souls is. Well, part of the first part. Yeah. Yeah. But like the part that you have played, you. You can do it. That's, that's the formula. I actually forgot a lot of it, though. I'm like, I'm surprised that I'm killing things still. <laughs> it's all muscle memory. It does. All yeah. muscle it memory. It really gets in there. Because, uh, well, okay, specifically, like, you know the guy who, when you first go to ROM, you, like, walk up the door and he just points to the ledge. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I jump off the ledge. And I, like, look at the guy. I'm like, 
I think I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I don't know if that breaks <laughs> the game, but yeah. we'll go with it. As far as I, I know, it doesn't change anything lore-wise, and he drops a really good Carol rune, so. Yeah, so. Worth it. That's the, okay, the runes, that's the other thing. I don't think I ever equipped a single one in my first playthrough. You need to beat the Hemwick Witch to get the ability to do it. Which, I beat the Hemwick Witch Witch in my first playthrough, but Mm. I I don't think. I wonder if maybe you didn't go, like, into the back room and get the tool that does it, maybe, or you just, like, didn't ever go to the altar or something. Could be. I I got the item. I just straight up didn't go to the altar because I'm like, sweet, Mm -hmm. I have a workshop thing. (laughs) Whatever. Peace. Let's keep killing stuff. I, I, I guess I can make my weapons better again. I don't know. Like, I had no idea what it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Uh, I have... Okay. I thought it was way better, but I picked up the Kirk hammer. I'm like, this thing sucks. <laughs> I mean, like, it sucks when you when you don't upgrade. Like, so like, like you're probably... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Your primary weapon is probably, like, plus four by now or something. Five. Five. But My Kirk hammer is plus five as oh, well. Okay. Well, I was going to say, when you when you buy any weapons, it's, just, it's not upgraded. But. It's just so slow compared yeah. to the... Um, That's the weapon I used. It sucks. <laughs> no, I, I'm really... Uh, I'm trying to, like, rack my brain and remember where uh, Ludwig, Ludwig's Holy Blade is. Oh, such a cool weapon. Do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> When you kill Bloodstarved Beast in the hub area, not the not the dream, but the hub like where that weird old man is. Yeah. Um a side door opens up and there's like a tower you can climb and it's at the top of the tower. Or the badges and then you have to buy the sword. Mm-hmm. Wait, weird old man. Yeah, like the incense man, like the like frail old guy who's covered in red sheets. Like whenever you save somebody, they go back there to the hub. Oh. That place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have oh. you ever saved anybody in that game? Wait, there there's I thought that was a lady, not a man. Oh, I think it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that, like that, like right behind Father Gas. Yeah, well, the guy who guacamole. wants to be your friend. <laughs> Gas guacamole. guacamole. Yeah, Father I, Guacamole. I think it's a guy. Okay, yeah. I, I have, thought it was a woman, mm. but uh, I've I've saved a couple people. I thought I saved like, okay, the only people in there are like, there's two women in there, but mm. I swear I saved a guy and like told him like go go here. He's like okay, and I'm like, he's not there. So I don't know. So he does exactly the opposite of what you tell him to do. Oh, so, so he oh, might be because yeah, yeah, yeah. he thinks you're lying to him. So if you tell him to go to the safe place, he'll go to the place that kills him. <laughs> Which nice. is the place that? Oh, you probably. Oh, it, it's it's um, the, the clinic. Yeah, it, Yosefka's clinic. Oh yeah, I went back Spoilers. and Yosefka Yosefka yeah. was there, and she killed me a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. Maybe I'm not supposed to kill you, and then and I like quickly looked it up. I'm like, oh right, because she has the third umbilical cord. If you like, let her just die. Yep, and you also get the Canehurst summons when you go in there. Yeah, and I got that. Good. Yeah, I have a question for Ryan, but I guess for all of you, I'm kind of curious to see your answer. Um, you just mentioned that you look stuff up, but when you guys are like stuck on something or haven't figured something out for a while. Would you go look it up most of the time? 100%. Or do you want to figure it out? For me, it depends on the game. Yeah, it depends on the game. Like Uh, Dark Souls stuff, I don't usually. Mm -hmm. Dark Souls stuff, the the joy of those games is figuring it out. But like Monster Hunter, for example, um, if there's like a weird recipe for like dash juice that Mm -hmm. I want to know how to do, like I'll look up how to do that. Yeah, Monster Hunter is a different story because there's so much stuff in that game. There's a lot of times like I'll decide on something, but I'm like, I'm curious. I'm like, I'll just look it up. Like, what if I did this? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'll, I'll kind of see that, but I'll like, no matter what, I'll usually stick to my decision. 
like with Yosefka, I I had already decided that like you know I'm just gonna leave her. She's not worth it, and she probably like does nothing yet anyway. And so I just like kept running around. And then I like looked it up five minutes later. I'm like, oh, if you just leave her, then you get the umbilical. Although thing. I feel like if you aggro her and do damage to her at any point before that happens, that won't happen, and you'll have to kill her manually at some point in the game. I think, but I, I could be wrong on that. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I I like to know about things, but I do whatever I'd like to do first, and then I'll look up. Oh, what are the like options? Because sometimes games have like three or more different things that could come as an outcome. Yeah. So it's just like oh, so if that happened, you have to do a full another playthrough play playthrough play to get that like reaction yeah. from them. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Which is cool to know, but at the same time, you're kind of spoiling it for yourself. So yeah, it yeah. really depends. Really depends. Usually, I beat the game first. Usually, but yeah. Eh. Uh, two quick other things that I've been up to. Number one is the defenders. Has oh yeah. Anyone finished the defenders? Yeah, yet? I finished. Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, I finished it too. I haven't. No. Just like non spoilery, spoilery general thoughts. What do you guys think? It was good. It was like a seven out of ten for me. It was it was around like an it was like an oh, it's like cresting an eight out like of ten. Danny Rand is still yeah. How is Iron good. Fist in he's in he's, defenders? He's better, better than he was in Iron Fist, but not. He's better, but he still like doesn't. He's still do the it. worst. He doesn't really he's, do anything. Yeah, he still doesn't do anything. He's just like I'm the immortal but, Iron Fist. But in the like and without spoiling, like, without spoiling the setup for him at the end, could be it could better. be cool. Like yeah, yeah. The, there's an entire. Like the whole plot, without again without spoiling too much, the whole plot of Defenders revolves around him, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it sucks because he's the most boring character that I don't care about. Yeah. So like, whenever he's in quote unquote danger, it's like, please kill this guy. Like, I want someone else to be the Iron Fist. Have you Have you noticed how many times he'll just say like, "I'm the immortal Iron Fist," and yeah. like, "I'm say the immortal it, Iron Fist." Say it with like such Kun pompous Lun. and arrogance. It's like. Ugh. I punch Lun. like Lun. when when um, when Luke Cage asks him like tell me the story about how you got your powers again and he starts like going off he's like I actually don't care like shut up <laughs> I killed the dragon I plunged my fist yep. into that dragon does he just do a monologue inside yeah, his right own much. head and he's just like I am the Iron Fist but what is an Iron <laughs> Fist <laughs> yeah. yeah um Jessica I, Jones was good Jessica um, yeah. Jones was good okay, that that's really the thing. good I I wasn't I liked Jessica like the sh- Jessica Jones show was really, really good. I just wasn't the biggest fan, mm-hmm. but this made me really appreciate oh, yeah. her character. Yeah, me too. Especially me like too. the the like kind of the relationship she had with Matt Murdock too. Like, yeah, how she she was kind of like, hey, cut the crap, man. Like, kind of. <laughs> you know, one one thing that I totally thought was ridiculous was when they're all kind of spoilers they're all in like a room together that they're not supposed to be leaving but matt murdoch is like there as a lawyer not as daredevil yeah. and they bust out the wall and all, oh, yeah. all everyone thinks like oh they kidnapped him like what <laughs> what <laughs> motivation would murdoch. they have to kidnap their quote-unquote lawyer like i don't know it was just stupid. hostage situation you can't shoot at them then <laughs> mm-hmm. one of them's bulletproof <laughs> they don't know that <laughs> yes they do some of them know that <laughs> Oh, Everyone gosh. seems to forget that though, because like you see so many mm-hmm. bad guys, they just start unloading on him, and he's just like arms spread eagle, yeah. like, come on, like the come at, at me, bro. And it's, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's empty our clips into him. Maybe this last one will go through him. <laughs> the bad guys tell their goons, like, by the way, he's bulletproof, and they're like, 
cool. One scene later, like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Whatever, guys. Okay, I spent 99 bullets, but the 100th one has to hit. <laughs> the 100th one went through his tear duct into his brain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, the second thing that I finally finished watching, because the first few episodes didn't really hook me, was um, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Whoa. Really? I've never heard of that. It's the it's the show that came out last year from BBC America that uh, Elijah Wood is in. Oh my goodness, that show, Josh, you would actually love it because that show, like, it starts it starts off and you're kind of like, okay, like this show's kind of weird and weird things are happening. The second half, oh, ev- like everything is turned on its head. It just hmm. takes a completely Quick. different turn, and it's it's a kind of. It's a kind of plot device that you you would enjoy. Is it on? Where is it? Netflix. 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 Yeah, okay. it's a Netflix original. What kind of genre? Yeah, what is it about? I'll watch that like, tonight. Real quick. It, it's like a, and there's only a, eight episodes. It's like okay. I'll watch all of it tonight. It's <laughs> all of it. It's like a sci-fi mystery hmm. slash comedy. It's on my list. It's on my list, and I haven't touched it, but I knew Elijah Wood was in it. So Every word you've it. said so far has made me go like, "Yes, this is something I want to watch." Yeah. The, nice. Well, I, I even like looked at the ratings, and the ratings for it are really good. But when I was starting, I'm like, "Is it like, how, why, like, th- is this just quirky enough that people liked it?" And then I finished, it, I'm like, "Oh, this is why." <laughs> mm. so, I mean, were you not into it for the like first episode or two? It's like, like I was committed to finishing it still, but it wasn't like a priority. I'm like. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch other stuff in the meantime too, and like when I feel like it, keep watching this. Yeah. But I think it was episode five. I'm like, oh, that was really good. And I watched the next episode, and I just fin- like finished it right there because it, it like it it picked up and took a took a really interesting turn, and I really enjoyed it. Cool. I mean, I think that's happened for me with a lot of shows that I've watched. Like even we were talking about Rick and Morty. I actually didn't like Rick and Morty in the first episode that I watched the, because the pilot in my opinion is not very good. Mm. I didn't like it and it wasn't really my sort of humor. I'm like, what's the big deal about this show? Like when it was coming out and I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I kept going because I actually really enjoy the humor and it's popular for a reason that Mm -hmm. like it's, it is my kind of humor, but I guess you can't really judge a show by the first few episodes. You have to really get into it to give it a chance because you might miss something. Yeah, that's like you you see that a lot with people like there are really popular shows out there and people go like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Like Game of Thrones is a huge one. Like people go, oh, I don't want to get into Game of Thrones. But it's like, you know, there's a reason everybody loves this show. It's because it's really good. (laughs) Yeah, like the the, the first few episodes, because I never watched it, but. I think a couple of years ago now I finally did. And I like the first few episodes I am, I, I was in, I'm like, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. But then it wasn't until like I finished the first season. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll watch the next one. Maybe I'll watch the next one. Well, like maybe the, I'll watch the next until I'm like, oh, I, I think I really like this. The beauty <laughs> of that show is it's grandeur, right? And you're not going to get that out of two episodes. You're mm-hmm. not going to know the like they do do a good job of going wide in the two episodes. But like you don't really care until you've you've interacted with those characters for a few hours. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's but yeah, yeah it's a, that's a good point, Sam. Like that's. Yeah, I think it's also the like time commitment that you put in, yeah. especially with Game of Thrones being like an hour show. Mm-hmm. The more time you put in, then you get more attached to the characters, and you actually yeah. like you start liking the show more. I think that that's what happens as well with different shows and even like games and different. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, speaking of which, we'll ask, uh, what are you up to this week, Sam? So, well, and also with guests, because you haven't been on the show before, if you want to give any sort of background of like what sort of stuff you're into or like who you are, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So, I am a Frasian. I'm a half French, <laughs> half Chinese. <laughs> Little kid coming onto the onto the show. Um, <laughs> I like Sam uh, is fourteen years old. Yeah, he's not not true. He drove here. <laughs> well, um, you, you that's why it. I said we couldn't have alcohol. This is a family <laughs> establishment. <laughs> family establishment. We're but, in Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. So I do. Um, going back to what I've been up to this week, I do enjoy going hiking and exploring i did i did a few hikes when oh, yeah. exploring out so that that was fun i also really into indie games uh i'll talk a bit about that but um more on interests i guess i like i like hiking i like outdoors and uh, i'm an avid gamer so i'd say, I, that sounds really cringy saying it that way <laughs> I'm but an avid gamer. <laughs> i like gaming um yeah i like gaming. <laughs> yeah but a few games that I've been playing recently. I'm still trying to finish some that I got from the summer s- Steam sale, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Mark of the Ninja just Ooh. recently. It's it's pretty fun. It's like alternative like fighting. So like normal fighting games, you actually just go up and kill people. But this game actually doesn't let you do that. If you try to get into direct combat, you'll automatically just lose. And mm-hmm. you lose a lot of points in the game so So, stealth game yeah it's a huge like stealth game so you want to find other ways of defeating the enemy so i just recently today i was playing and it's really funny if you lay traps or like kill a person with like a chandelier or something and another person sees you do it they get they start running in terror and like freaking out and they'll start shooting like randomly they'll even shoot like their own like teammates because they're so scared i'm like that's that's really funny like not you actually doing anything just laying traps for them and then just watching them freak out is is pretty satisfying but um yeah that's one of the games i've been playing um recently as well as hollow knight i don't know if you guys have heard of hollow knight i I know of hollow knight um Really great game. I would recommend it to anyone, and it's super cheap. I got it on the Steam sale for like 11 bucks, and so much content, and they just released a free DLC, actually. One of three that they're going to be releasing for free on top of like all the content that's already in the game. So I've been playing a bit through that as well. But if um, if our listeners aren't familiar with what the game is kind of sounds a natural at this <laughs> i didn't even have to remind you <laughs> uh, it's it's sort of a a platformer like ex- exploration like it's a mix of combat and like story which i think it's like the perfect mix in a game should be like it's not all combat and it's not like all story but it's it's a it's a really great mix of both and you can you can do a lot but you can also just skip to the chase and finish the main story if you want to. But I loved it so much, I wanted to 100% it or even more than that. And I usually don't do that with games. So I thought that was a great game. And finally, um, one of the games I've been playing as well is li- called Lisa. Josh um, hey. uh, is uh, super happy about that. Uh, very just, interesting. Just to clarify, Lisa the Painful? Yes. Okay. Whew. Um, 
I'm still I'm still gonna buy. Uh, I haven't gotten through all of Lisa the Joyful yet. Okay, but, so you've beaten Lisa the Painful. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's very it's a very interesting game. I'd say uh, lots of choices. I may talk about it a bit more later, <gasps> but um, we'll we'll see. Um, <laughs> I do enjoy the kind of play style it has, and a bit similar to Undertale. Um, that's also a popular game, but more adulty and like the decisions matter a lot more. I think. Yeah, the the combat and like combat presentation is much more akin to Mother or like Mother Three, like the Earthbound yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Like it's very you know characters in the center of the screen and like a black background or whatever, and you have like a white text box that has attack and block and stuff in there. Like that's yeah, yeah, very Mother Three in its um, inspiration. But yeah, the the Toby Fox for Undertale like he got his inspiration from the mother like series Mm -hmm. and he even made his own um sub game of mother and like that's that's where he got his inspiration to make undertale so it's crazy how many like games mother has inspired well mother is a classic mother mother three like specifically for us north americans mother three is what got turned into earthbound yeah and it's just like a super nintendo classic i love how earthbound the when they first released it and i like heard stuff and articles about it like no one liked it at all like nobody liked yeah such an indie it's very quirky yeah no one liked it at the time when it was released and now it lives up to like you go down you're like man this feels like it's being made like a couple years ago yeah it's like like, so good yeah that that's the thing I really love indie games because they might not be as popular as the AAA titles, but in some senses, I find them more fun. So and much passion in yeah, those games. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of passion, especially you can see in like Hollow Knight with all the content they make and continuing to make content for free yeah. for the people. That's what um, you know as a good developer yeah. and a very passionate, heartfelt developer. And you hope that like whenever they make more games, um, that it'll be the same, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was never a big indie game player. Like I'd played a few, but uh, the one that got me more interested in playing more indie games was uh, Stardew Valley. Oh yeah, yeah. and then, did, uh, just out of curiosity, did you ever um, play Harvest Moon? Yes. No, <laughs> I did not. I uh, I kept hearing good things about Stardew Valley, and I was like, you know, eventually I'm gonna get this and. Uh, uh, one of our friends, Ben, he uh, he gifted it to me for Christmas. And he was like, ah, Merry Christmas. It's in your library now. I'm like, oh, sweet. And so I'm like, ah, like give this game a try. And 200 like, hours later. <laughs> yeah, like a, a long time later. It's that SpongeBob scene. 200 hours later. Later. Yeah, I I poured a lot of time into my farm. And that was probably my best indie game experience. And I, I actually, I want something to top it. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Lisa. Lisa. Lisa's, Lisa's good. And I got it for like five bucks. It's yeah, like, you it's can't, super cheap. you can't go wrong. It, like I never played it. It was like on Newgrounds. If any of our listeners are old enough to remember the, the prime <laughs> days of Newgrounds. <laughs> Mini but, clips. Yeah. Like when we, when we play like, would play flash games on like Newgrounds. i think it was around those times but it's it's definitely a great game yeah it's gone through a lot of iterations it actually has a prequel i think that's just called lisa or it's I called think, I, th- I think it's called lisa the first or something like yeah that. and it's it's something a it's a like super that. hardcore fl- it's like zelda 2 <laughs> yeah it's a it's a strange mm. game yeah i love you but i also love lisa 
Lisa. But okay, something weird that I might mention too that I have been playing. Normally, I do not like phone games, mobile games, but <gasps> Magikarp Jump? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Pokemon Go. No, I haven't that I Pokemon Go. I never got into the Pokemon Go fra- uh, craze actually. I wasn't in Canada unfortunately when it came out, so I didn't have data cuz I was traveling at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was like I couldn't play it and I was really sad. And then it got bad, apparently. So I never really got into it. Yeah, you didn't really miss out on too much. I mean, it was interesting, but I don't know, just yeah, the way I, to kill time. I played time. it for a couple months. Like that's when I didn't have a car, so I was walking a lot, anyways. It just made walking like slightly less monotonous. But <laughs> I mean, I still have it on my phone. Like I open it once in a while if I'm in a new place. I'm like, oh, there's some Pokemon here. Cool. And then I never open it for another like month. Yeah. But what was that phone game, Sam? What was that? Okay, phone game? so I have two actually um, to to let you know. Um, I usually don't play uh, phone games, but the first one, real quick here, I'm gonna say is Pocket Mortys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we we have been talking about uh, Rick and Morty quite a bit. I wasn't expecting too much out of this game. I'm like, okay, it's just gonna be a clone of Pokemon. In some senses, it is. But they put their own kind of unique twist into the game, and I was pleasantly surprised actually. On it, it's it's fun for for a phone for a phone game has its um, Rick and Morty humor to it, and you can even be Pickle Rick, yeah. Pickle Rick, <laughs> Pickle Rick. So yeah, and it's free, obviously. Um, the second game is the Skullgirls mobile game. I mm. was never really into fighting games. I'm like, this isn't really for me. And I just saw it. It was free. I'm like, might as well just download it, see see how it is. So I'm like, I usually delete games after like a week or so. If I'm if I'm not like satisfied, I don't really want it to take too much of my time. But this has like constantly been going as like three different modes that you can play in, like a, a daily mode, like a prize event and a main story. And it and it's fun. It really translates well over the original Skullgirls game. Um, you actually feel like it's not being restricted with the controls. They mapped it out really well, and obviously the art style's the same as you would love in the original. So, two games I'd recommend checking out if you'd like. Phone gamer. Phone gamer. (laughs) Right on. Thanks, Sam. Uh, My week has been involved with getting uh, my Resident Evil 4 Let's Play started. Heck yeah. uh, Which has been really cool. Um, I finally got all the technical stuff sorted out for that. Um, initial impression so far is it's good. It's way harder than I thought it'd be. Uh, it also has a lot more interesting mechanics than I thought it would have. Like, uh, I remember the first time I accidentally shot an axe out of the yep. sky that a guy threw at me and I was like, wow, that was a great coincidence. And then I did it again an hour later and was like, oh, that wasn't a coincidence. That actually was a thing that happens. So that was super cool. Hmm. Uh, that game has been fun. I've been playing XCOM, the first one. Yes. Uh, the, and I bought the, so I, I had been seeing a playthrough of it um, on one of my favorite websites, and it interested me, and I wanted to play it. So I I uh, had it from a Steam sale from years ago, started playing it, and then realized I didn't have a DLC that changes it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Enemy and Unknown? Enemy Unknown. So I bought the DLC. Or no, Enemy Within. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, I think the original game is called Enemy Unknown, and yeah, the DLC is Enemy Within. Within. Yeah, great marketing. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's been, it's been a whole lot of fun. Yeah. It's really hard Am though. Am I one of your soldiers? You are right now. Yes. So my current soldier <laughs> yes. roster is, yes, yes, yes. um, us three, 
uh, or sorry, us us three on a on a podcast. Ryan, uh, myself, and AJ are in my squad. What am I? Uh, you are <laughs> you're a support. Yeah, that's Wait, exactly. Wait, I'm I not in it, Josh. I'm really hurt. No, you're not in it. Not yet, but <laughs> you, you can be. Yeah, I actually was totally blanking on names. So like, <laughs> there's five people in my squad right now. So I'm named or no? Ralph. Is there five? <laughs> there's so there's yeah there's five. There's us three. Uh, my mom is one of the characters <laughs> nice. right now, and um, Mrs. Friend, Mrs. Josh and friend of the show Ben. So um, Ryan's character is a heavy. So you have like a rocket launcher and a it. light machine gun. I, I mean like, that it's perfect. pretty suiting. Uh, my character and Ben's character are both snipers. Nice. Um, my mom's character is um, the baker. No, the assault, I think. And yeah. so, oh, and Jordan. But uh, Jordan like always gets severely wounded every time, so he's always that's, out for like weeks. What I love about these <laughs> games is you can name the squad, and yeah. it's like that's us. That, yeah. That's what I love about those games. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad you're on that XCOM ride. Yeah, although I'm safe scumming it hard. Like if if yeah, me now, too. Now I'm at the point where like if any of my main characters die, yeah. I restart the mission. Yeah, I, I do that too. <laughs> But, uh, it's all about the ride, man. I also didn't realize it, it auto-saved, so I actually played it for two hours one day, and then I was like, oh, that was fun, and just turned it off. <laughs> it doesn't auto-save, oh. so uh, I lost two hours of progress. And it yeah. took me like a, a good while to be like, you know, deep breath, okay, I'm going to go play this game again. So do, how far are you? Um, I just got a mission that asked me to go... Um, well, I got a mission that asked me to build something called the Skeleton Key, okay. and then I had to go to an alien base. Mm. So I've tried that alien base mission three times now. How many now. hours? You don't know. Maybe ten. Okay, all right. That's all. Something like that. So, question for you guys: um, Josh just mentioned losing a whole bunch of progress. Has anyone just straight out quit a game because they've lost so much progress because of a glitch or because like I think you? So closed? I, I quit Dark Souls One for two years when uh, my save got corrupted, transferring Xbox 360 hard drives. <laughs> I think I did, but I don't remember the game. I think I, that's probably why. Yeah. I haven't legit like quit outright. Like I've quit for like months, like yeah. a long time, but I eventually like go back and I'm like, I guess I'm doing this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember, but probably, probably. It's a sad feeling when it happens. Yeah, definitely like frustration. You're just like, do I really want to play this game? I've never, I've never quit and then 100% left it. I've always ended up coming back. Yeah. Sometime. So. Yeah. yeah, it could be ten years. But exactly. Like, yeah, Dark Souls was literally two years for me. Like, I bought it when it came out, got to O and S, lost my save, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I put like thirty hours into this at this point. Like, yeah. there's, yeah, yeah. But um, anything else? Sorry, Ryan, you had something to say. I was just gonna say, uh, in the topic of game releases, so we have Destiny Two coming out. Okay, like, hold on, I got a couple more things. Oh, a couple and then more we'll things. Move to news. Okay, sorry, I thought. Yeah, no, nope, not done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had two two life events this week. Um, I got new glasses, which is like, oh. Wow. Kind of messing me up. I know they look they look very similar to my old glasses, <laughs> yeah. uh, but my, my prescription got bumped up. So my my beginning of my week was plagued by chromo- chromatic aberration, which is like you, I specifically saw it on white text on a screen, and you could see like the rainbow around the text, yeah. and it really messed me up. Uh, I still like if I if I'm looking straight, it's fine, but like if I look left and right, my vision gets really blurred, and it oh. makes me sick. Um, I, I feel also, you, man. I feel you. Yeah, shifty eyes. <laughs> yes, I hadn't changed my prescription in six years. So. Whoa. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah, it was. It was time. Um, I also started something called the ketogenic diet, which is um, oh. something I've been meaning. Well, I've been meaning to wait, work on my um, on some weight loss stuff for a while, and uh, so Jack convinced me on uh, Saturday to start a diet, and uh, the diet involves no carbs and no sugar, and it's making me go insane. Like I can't. I wake yeah. up and I'm angry. <laughs> like, yeah, I just can't. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. But we're getting there. Good luck, man. So I'm like four days in. 
I had to like totally overhaul my kitchen as to like what's in there. And like now I have like, I buy uh, coffee at Tim Hortons with like just cream in it. And then mm-hmm. I like take it home and put my like stupid sweetener in it and stuff. But that's crazy. Hey man, if the journey, you know, once it's over. That's or, right. Or when you get to that point you like, and then it's all pretty all worth it. Yeah. So that's congratulations to that, man. Thank you. It, it's good it is actually pretty crazy though how just slight diet changes like take a lot of weight off that you mm-hmm. don't realize that is there. Yeah. Well, that's why like lots of people aren't gluten fr- like they eat gluten free just because it's healthier for you. Um, like some people's bodies like don't take it very well. It's not like the bad stigma around. Oh, I'm gluten free. Like I'm allergic to gluten. It's because people want to be healthy, but I think it's mm-hmm. gone to the extreme of people like just saying it, that, like that they're allergic, and then people are making jokes well, out like, of it. What what really happens is like ca- like dieting really isn't that complicated. It's eating less calories than you burn, right? Yeah. That's that's the trick. And um, when people switch to those kinds of diets, they're inherently taking the food out. That's like the hidden calories that they're not expecting, and they lose weight, right? So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so my my diet is weird. It's like it's all protein and all fat, but no carbs. <laughs> so like I eat um, scrambled eggs and cheese in the morning. Like it's such a weird <laughs> thing. But um, keep at it, man. It took That's all my good. took a lot of my favorite foods out, so I'm having a hard time with it. But I'll get there. Is one of your favorite foods bread? Uh, no, but like fried food, I oh, can't have any fried food. Uh, I can't have anything with sugar in it. So like, I really like talk. I really like cookies. <laughs> we should talk. Maybe I can. Maybe I'll join you. I can't have cookies anymore. Yeah, we should. Because then, because then, because then, it's always easier. Have a friend, it's always easier with someone yeah. else. Maybe I'll join you, Josh. Yeah, let's talk. After it really this. isn't that hard to do. Like, you can still have fast, like, go to fast food places and eat, but you have to get like burger, no bun, no sauce, wrap it in lettuce. Like, mm-hmm. but it's okay. still technically part of the. Be diet. one but of yeah. those people. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it after. All right, let's move on. Yeah. So Ryan, you wanted to talk about some games. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up um news. so. In a couple of weeks, we got Destiny Two coming oh out. Boy, yeah. it is September sixth, by the way. It is. It up, yeah. I don't know how I remembered that date, but whatever. I you can remember barely remember everything. Uh, man, You're I that can, hyped for it. I can barely remember what I ate for breakfast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's just a week and a half away. I don't even know what the date is. I think it's a week and a half away. Let's go so with that. Excited, but yeah, it's the twenty fifth today. Oh, okay, week and a half away. Let's yeah. say or six. Uh, no, twenty sixth. Twenty sixth for sure. Yeah, pre- uh, I'm pretty excited for that. I know you, you guys are. 25th. It's it's definitely the 25th. Definitely the 25th. <laughs> definitely the 25th. Uh, have you played the Destiny game, Sam? I have not, no. I have seen lots of playthroughs, but I haven't played it myself. You looks, should. Looks very interesting. Though. You should buy a PlayStation 4 and Destiny 2 <laughs> and join us. Yeah, it's going to be gone. a lot he's, he's gone. I, I was really thinking about buying a Switch just for uh, Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> and breath of the wild yeah, i was, I was go. gonna say not breath of the wild <laughs> i I, w- I was just waiting for that like josh is gonna give me a face like you're, you're out of here like, <laughs> yeah, get out of the studio <laughs> when we're looking at who who is the most guestest sam doesn't even have one point it's like point five. negative one yeah, we have negative breath of the wild points <laughs> i mean breath of the wild seems amazing too but like those are the two games that like i'd really want to play with a switch mm-hmm. yeah Cool. Uh, the the other game that came out a f- few days ago that I forgot was coming out this month, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. very good things. Which is weird because I was about to bring that up. I watched, I was like, oh man, it's out. So I quickly go and 
typically watch like the IGN video reviews of stuff. The video review ended and they're like, oh, it's like 7.5, which is still like good. It's good. And like I'll get games that are six out of 10 or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's a great game. I'm having fun with it. That's like the the review system is never perfect. So you always have to like, I, I'll i go and look at like 10 reviews of yeah. like places I yeah. trust and make a. Yeah. Which I, I just I just looked at it and the Metacritic score was 85%. And then yeah. the, the trusted reviews was 10 out of 10. That sounds close, yeah. There you go. And I, I'm like, so like a eightyish. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, maybe I should get this game because no, I really, man. I really, really, really liked Uncharted Four. I heard it solves the problem that Uncharted Four had. That was it was way too long and feels like it ended four times before it ended. Yeah. Whereas like this game is like a good nine hour stint. It also has a very cool section in the middle of it that's open world, which Ooh. they've yeah, never that... done in uh, Uncharted. They kind of did it in four a little bit, but it didn't really count. Yeah. So. I I also had something a little it's not even spoiled but like uh apparently in one of the very very early missions of the game you and one of the uncharted things was uh like the puzzle solving and like oh you gotta go get a crate and push it off this so you can get to this higher platform and right away at the beginning of the game you're doing one of those things you push the crate off it falls Oh, <laughs> that was you great timing. That was great timing. Push the little wall ornament just fell on Ryan right as he said fell. Uh, and he pushed the crate. I pushed the crate. I pushed the crate. Sorry. But no, and they they pushed the crate off the edge, and it falls through a building. And the one person just looks to there. They're like, "Yeah, I don't think we're gonna do crates anymore." And and they're just like not in the game anymore, from what I've heard. <laughs> awesome. So, so I'm like, that's that's pretty funny. Just kind of poking fun at themselves. But yeah, I think eventually I'm gonna pick up that game. It was only um it was only fifty bucks on release. Yeah. Forty in America, fifty yeah, which in is, Canada. Which is cheap. Or yeah. cheaper. Cheaper now, yeah. Odd compared to the <laughs> eighty dollar standard we have in Canada yeah. for, Heck. for our so, AAA so games. Expensive. Okay, crazy. but for IGN reviews, I actually don't I've never like looked at a review seriously, but um, from what I've heard, do they actually do like, oh yeah, this game's not great. It's like bad, bad graphics, bad quality. Oh yeah, nine out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sometimes, <laughs> like every Call of Duty that comes out, it's like, you know, it's another Call of Duty game. Blah 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 blah. Nine out of ten. Like yeah. what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Like we hate I, it. We I don't want to. Do, we we don't want to see it. I have a yeah, ten out of ten. I never trust IGN. No. Like IGN is one of the ones I definitely don't look at. I have only a few sources that I look at seriously. Yeah. And the way that I that I consume game media now, like it's not even reviews. Like most of my game media comes from podcast and video. And uh, so like Giant Bomb, for example, is one of my favorite uh, outlets. And the way they cover games is instead of doing reviews, which they do sometimes, um, but they'll do what are called quick looks, which are just them sitting beside each other, chatting about the game, playing it for 35 minutes. And like, Ooh, like you, you generally know out of it like, okay, is this going to be a thing I'm going to like or not? Yes or no? Then I, you know, quote unquote, did the review myself there, right? And it's it's informed a lot of good purchasing decisions for me. Yeah, so. I, I like as opposed to just looking at a score, I prefer hearing someone just briefly say, "Oh, this is what I like about it. This is what I enjoy." It kind of had some issues with this, but overall, like I enjoyed the game and I'm glad I got it. Like I'd rather hear that. Yeah, because then I'm like, okay, if they enjoyed it, 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 that sounds like what they said is stuff i would probably enjoy i'm gonna go get it i think it's definitely better when it's like a group of people too that you follow for a while and they like kind of play the game a bit and then you can see them like their opinions on it 
with gameplay as well. Yeah. So I think the two of those really make a better choice than, oh, it's just this score. Okay, what does this number mean to me? So by, by Sam's... Um by Sam's gauge there, the only game that we can truly recommend is Resident Evil 4. And only the first, like, two hours. <laughs> yes. Because we have gameplay. <laughs> we have gameplay. <laughs> and we've talked about perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Right on. So that's um, those are two new releases that are coming soon and or have just happened, which is good. Uh, also, Mario and Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle comes out on Monday. Oh, does oh, it? Oh, really? Yep. Time to get a Switch. Yeah, XCOM Mario. <laughs> I want to get a Switch for this game. Do it, you think it's going to be that good? Though? I think it's going to be amazing. Good. I've heard. I've heard it's like a solid eight. Yeah. Okay. I think from, it's going to be fantastic. From, from what I've seen, <laughs> I'm just like really. I, I think I'm. I'm not kind of kidding. biased against the the rabbits. Like I've never really liked them as Me characters. Neither. No. Me neither. They're like really annoying and obnoxious, and I don't know why they're actually a thing. They're, they're minions before yeah, minions yeah, were yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's. The, I was about to say they're like kind of annoying, like minions. But minions at this point are so much worse because they've been marketed so high, and they're like everywhere. That like I hate them a lot more than rabbits now, but they're they're a bit annoying. Yeah. I, did you ever see Despicable Me too? I've seen all the Despicable Me's, unfortunately. Even even Minions? <laughs> I did not see Minions because okay. I hated Minions that much. Good. Uh, but you know in Despicable Me 2 when they like they get injected to the thing and they turn into the crazy purple Minions? Yeah. That, that's basically a rabbit. Because they're I like, they're much. senseless and they're just like, bah! and just like yelling and everything. Pretty much, yeah. And I guess they don't make any, they already have their own made up language, but when they turn crazy, they just have another language, I guess. And they, and they just like yell loudly and do like random things. I'm like, they're rabbits now. Uh, that That's pretty much it. <laughs> they just like ploof, like they turn into like a rabbit. <laughs> it's just like a minion with a rabbit costume on. They're just like, they just get it as soon as they turn into an evil minion. Did anyone play any of like the Raving Rabbids game? Nope, nope none of them. I so I initially followed that game the the first one before it was going to come out, and it was supposed to be like an RPG, like a like a oh. I think like a class based RPG, and I was super stoked for it. And then it came out, and it was not that. So, <laughs> speaking of later, which, have you guys played Rayman Legends? I really want to no. play it. I have not. I it's haven't, but I've heard it's. I've heard it's, it's good. So like, it's so good, and I really want to get it as well. That's Jordan did. Reason. Talk to Jordan because <laughs> thanks, Jordan. I'm so glad that they kind of went away from that because that's that's where rabbits are from, right? They're from Rayman yeah. originally. They're from the Rayman universe, but I don't know if they ever appeared in a game. Oh, I thought that's that's from my knowledge. I thought that's where they originally came from. So I'm like, I'm really glad in the new Rayman games that they don't have rabbits <laughs> yeah. in them. That they explore new characters, but it looks really good as like i really enjoy platformers yeah well rayman legends is like co-op isn't it yeah it is like i think you can play Let's there's all four, get it for steam boys i think there's four characters on there i don't know if you can play with four people but i, I definitely like, i like the frog guy with like the big body oh, and yeah. like what's the name? and like the wide the, mouth and like the eyes that sit on the mouth basically oh, what's his name gall uh, yeah. something no drop i don't know he's cool though he's he's always been cool in all the rayman games i just like the way he looks so, a piece of news dropped last night slash early this morning. Uh, did anyone hear the Half-Life news? Half-Life Wait, 3? What? Wait, actually? actually? Half-Life 3 confirmed. Like, so actually, actually? Half-Life 2 Episode 3 uh, had a huge leak this morning. Ooh, wow. But it's not a good leak. <laughs> uh, what happened was a paste bin 
um, was found that had um, the entirety of a story of a game um, with none of the Half-Life character names, but like followed a similar vein. And people were like, oh, that's weird. So they tracked down who the writer of the story was, and it was one of the recently fired um, writers from Valve. Oh, and he dropped some sick hints in it that it was, in fact, the Half-Life 2 Episode 3 story. And so some people on, um, not 4chan, what is it, NeoGAF, um, went through and translated it to the actual character names. Because like once you looked at it, it's pretty obvious that it is that it is what it is, okay. story-wise, like from where it picks up. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's the whole story. And it's not good. No, because what that like in what that you know, not inherently confirms, but kind of behind the scenes confirms is that uh, Half Life Two Episode Three is no longer a thing. Yeah. Which means that Half Life probably is no longer a thing. Yeah. Well, at least not I the think, way we're expecting I, it. I think at this point, everyone knew it wasn't ever going to happen. Yeah, like it, it was a huge meme for forever that like, oh, well, Half-Life 3 is no, going to come but out. I, what, I think, was, what was like the meme that went along with it though? Like the guy Illuminati Valve? Or, or it's like, yeah. Our, our Gaben? Lo- yeah, our Lord and Savior Gaben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's well, still, he's still a meme because of all the Steam sales that yeah, happened. Yeah, and you Dota, that. Dota 2. It's, it's so, I love like Gaben, like Gabe I, Newell. I just like, I just love when you see like the pictures and his face just like fades in. It's <laughs> Oh my did, did you see that skit for the Dota 2 International this year with him? No. So it was Sir Action Slacks and Casey, who are like two Dota 2 personalities. And like they're chatting, and like someone comes in and interrupts some other chatting, and it's a guy like dressed up as. Um, Gabe? No, dressed up as uh, like an audio tech. But okay. it is Gabe Newell who's dressed oh. up as the audio tech. Oh, wow. And like he That's pops, awesome. he pops in, the, in the frame, and he's like, hey, like what's going on? And they're like, get out of here. And he's like, oh, okay, and leaves. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was pretty good. Now, have you guys played the Half-Life games? Cause yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I didn't know they were a thing. They're not as like, despite all the hype around these games, like they're not during the, amazing. I think during when they came out, they're great. Yes, because the what they did is they were the first they were the first first person games that were also shooters that conveyed a story. Mm-hmm. They like pioneered that. Um, they were also like uh, way ahead of their time in terms of like gravity gun physics stuff and graphics and graphics. Yeah, that's how that's how old this game is yeah yeah but that's the thing with half-life 3 it was actually going to come out on a normal time of release Mm -hmm. but then it got so overhyped that gabe was just like it's better that we don't release it and then which isn't a bad call well yeah and the rumors are that it's been like started by some team and then canceled and started and then canceled like you guys know arcane studios no um they did dishonored i'm pretty sure oh okay I do know them then. Apparently, they worked on this game twice in two separate occasions over the last 10 years. Wow. And uh, just, yeah, it never well, worked that's out. That's pretty big news. Yeah. So it's out there if, if anyone wants to read it. I haven't read through all of it, so I won't talk about it here. Crazy. But um, <laughs> it is there. Uh, Gamescom 2017 happening in Germany this last week. Heck yeah. Uh, very exciting. A lot of cool news came out of that. Uh, one of the first things I had written down here was Biomutant. Yeah. Um, got a very cool trailer, which involved a raccoon who was all like modded up, and he had a katana running through a forest and fighting some guy and hiding. Samurai rocket raccoon. Kind of. Su- yeah. It looks super cool. Yeah. It looks cool. Uh, the gameplay looks less cool, but still interesting. It's uh, made by the Just Cause devs, um, oh. because the people who made the most recent Just Cause three uh, were not the Just Cause devs; they were some other team. Yeah. Uh, so the original team for that game is making this, and it what, looks interesting. What platform? Uh, I'm everything. assuming everything. 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 Yeah, and the the style of the game is it's it's like you're you know you're a raccoon, but like 
at points in the game, apparently, you can, like, if you need more power in your right arm, you can, like, get your right arm chopped off and have, like, a cybernetic implant put on or, like... Oh. At there's the a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. At the beginning of the game, we have, like, a spore character creator, kind of. It's, like, a big slider. <laughs> so you can have, like, have a big head, and the bigger your head is, like, the more intelligence you have. Or, like, a big torso, and the bigger your torso is, the more, like, strength you have and stuff. So, like... That's super cool. Some of that stuff looks pretty neat. Uh, we'll so, see where it goes. The gameplay looked rough, but I'm sure they're still working on it. Yeah. So it's kind of like the special thing from Fallout, except it affects your physical appearance? I think so. Kind of, yeah, sort but of. it's a circle. And so you have, yeah. you have a dial, and you have to drop the dot somewhere. So depending on where it is is what your guy will end up looking uh, like. Okay. Yeah. From what I've seen, there's so much stuff that it's almost a little ambitious. Yeah, like they only showed a little bit in that gameplay, but then the trailer after the gameplay showed like m- you can have customizable mechs have and like a, yeah, customizable flying stuff and like customizable <laughs> like water dirt bike. You have this guy who follows you around, he's your companion. You're like, "Whoa, what the heck is yeah, going on?" Looks, and he has a mech too. And like yeah. you like go near a generator and get zapped and then all of a sudden you have like electrical powers or like you find fungus and then all of a sudden you know how to grow fungus out of the ground and make so, like things to bounce yeah. out of. There's a lot of stuff. It's nuts. We'll see. It looks we'll really see. weird. Hmm. Um, and it's like it's it was described as do you remember like kung fu kung fu fighting shooter RPG yeah <laughs> I think actually no that's nice. we're, that's we're my, serious no that, that was actually legit we're that's, serious that's, that's my favorite genre kung fu fighting shooter RPG that yeah. I mean that's what they that's said that's what it was coming everywhere to N sixty four near you it also had like the comic book like black oh, yeah. smack going like comic book stuff it looked stuff weird too. yeah but uh next. we'll see cool. <laughs> That I'll seems like really cool because I don't think I've had a game where like character creation really affects what your like stats are. Mm-hmm. So I ha- I don't think a game has done that really. <laughs> well, like, sp- Spore did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Spore was Spore. Spore, Spore never changes. Spore. Spore was all right, but yeah, having like if being really hulky, like that actually gives you more strength. Or if you have like a tiny head, you have like small intelligence yeah i think that, that's, that, that's i cool. think that's that's really cool concept yeah. and like should be done more mm-hmm. anything else on the, yeah on? i got a whole bunch of stuff from gamescom all right let's monster hunter world heck yeah has a whole bunch of news that dropped this week about it uh primarily one of the big monster hunter community people named eric's um got his hands on like a private demo and was able to demo oh all gosh. of the weapons so he's putting out weapon videos of, like how all the weapons work and their changes from previous games and it's insane, and it's made me so excited. Oh my gosh! Uh, I could talk about it for forever. I'm not going to. <laughs> Let's not. You guys can look them up yourself. But um, if you're a Monster Hunter fan at all, or have been interested in the series, it's definitely looking like this is the game to jump in with. I can't wait. So can't wait. yeah, it's going to be cool. Oh uh, for you Overwatch players out there, uh, Mercy is go- over going or is going through some huge changes. Yeah, I heard on the public test realm right now. Uh, Ryan, have you heard about this? I, I need healing. I haven't. No. So they've they've completely changed her alt. Mm-hmm. So her alt is now her E, I think. Yeah. But it's like wow. single target resurrect, and it's on like mm-hmm. a really long cooldown. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and they move the alt. So the alt basically turns her into superpower mode. So um, when you, so it like, it lets her fly, like unlimited flying. So you can just go wherever you want. It makes her gun really powerful. Um, it makes both of her beams, like when you hit someone with a beam, it'll like jump to other people around them. So like it'll do multiple, like multiple chain. heal yeah. huh. and it lowers all your cooldowns. So when um, you res somebody in that mode, it's like, you know, less cooldown for it to come back. And also when you trigger the ultimate, you in- instantly get your uh, res cooldown uh, done. I already don't like this. Apparently it's super OP. Yeah. That, why would you play another healer then? You're, you're taking it. Uh, I have yeah. so many beefs with that already. Cause you're, 
you're taking away it like completely destroys Arissa. Like Arissa is just nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taking and you're taking away from Senyata now. You're taking away from Ana. You're taking away from Lucio. Like, what's yeah. the point of playing those healers then if they they do absolutely nothing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we'll she see. still she still needs her alt to be able to do the OP stuff, but apparently like it's not too hard to get, and it's ridiculous. Well, especially like if your if your res is on a recharge, I'm assuming. It doesn't take too long to like get your alt going once you've like rezzed a bunch of people and well because you can only res it's like one person every I don't know what it is like forty seconds or something yeah but still like it, I, probably in like a couple minutes you could have your alt up already maybe yeah so it's in, it's in the public test room right now they're trying to iron it out um, I don't think it's gonna go out in the order it's in right now I I don't think so either because that that was they made a change to Lucio when um. Uh, they they made him go faster, mm. and especially if he had a speed up while he was wall running, he'd be insanely fast. But that never made it out of the public test because it it was stupid. Yeah. Like he 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 went as if you were watching the thing in fast forward. It was insane. And uh, I think there were also some Wanna changes. Go fast. That's right, <laughs> like Sanic. Got Sanic. <laughs> gotta go fast. Get them chili dogs. You're too slow. <laughs> Um, there's also changes coming to Diva's uh, dampening matrix, which is her shield ability. Aww. But they they haven't enac- announced what it is because apparently you can like feather it too much to be able to stop kind of like whatever big thing you want. So interesting. And last piece of news that I had for this week was the Call of Duty World War II beta, uh, like out of the blue, launched a few days ago. Oh. I watched it. It seemed very mediocre. It looked like. Call of Duty. Ten out of ten. Three. IGN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. Exactly. Well, it, it's in a World War setting, so ten out of ten from Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, we'll see. It looked all right. I mean, it was Call of Duty multiplayer. At first, I didn't like when I was watching a stream of it. I didn't realize that it was Call of Duty. Like the way they've changed the loadout screen is really different. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I I'm planning to get it, but I didn't want to do the beta because I don't know. I, I I feel like I should just be getting ready for destiny 2 as opposed to like yeah being sidetracked with the call of duty beta right now yep can't wait to go back to school and play destiny on the same week <laughs> that's gonna go well um yeah so that's all i have for news does anyone else have anything news uh, related that came up uh gamescom there's one uh game called battle chasers i don't know if ryan knows anything uh, about battle chasers but apparently it was a comic uh the same people who made x-men and it's like an R- rpg i don't know, rpg it's like a fantasy uh, fantasy comic called Battle Chasers, and apparently they're making, making same a people game. who made X Men. Apparently, Stanley cool. and Jack Kirby. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Uncanny X Men might be. If those Stanley and Jack Kirby. Sure, <laughs> sure. Anyway, apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's a there's a comic called Battle Chasers, and there's a game. Jack um, Kirby's dead, by the way. <laughs> I'm just bugging you. Just made by Stanley, <laughs> then. <laughs> Can't made wait to see Stanley, how, how his programming there's this, is. There's this thing, and uh, apparently. They're making a game out of it, and it's like a Final Fantasy type RPG, and it's like has all hmm. these like cool 3D aspects to it, and it has all these like comic stuff in it. But yeah, apparently, maybe you have to look that up. But I was looking at it closely, and it's on my Steam wish list. So can you say I'm the lo- name again? Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers. That's it. Yeah, and apparently the the comics was in- inspired by like Final Fantasy and stuff. I don't know how new it is. It might be pretty new. Who knows? But maybe Ryan has more insight. I thought Ryan would know about it. But, <laughs> no. but from what I've heard, Jeez, Ryan. from what I've heard, Dude, it was, I, I read Marvel, man. <laughs> I don't know. You know, might know. You're our news guy. I'm the Marvel news guy. <laughs> What's happening in Marvel news? 
Yeah, nothing. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> wow. Riveting. That was a shot. That was a <laughs> shot. That, uh, that, uh, uh, actually, if you do want to know uh, mm-hmm. uh, what Nick and I talked about, Marvel Legacy, the kind of like revamping and possible bringing back of old dead characters and like bring back old numbering. So you're going to have like Iron Man 694 or something like that. Uh, it's getting underway with their Generations one shots which are just an old version of a hero with the new version of a hero brought into a time-displaced one-shot story. And it's actually been kind of interesting. I read the Wolverine one, and it's it's like Logan from the 19, like 1980, and then the current Wolverine, who's Laura Kinney, X-23, and she goes back and she does this whole thing with him, and it, it actually got kind of emotional. Okay, here we go, here we go. Battle Chasers is an American fantasy comic book series by Joe Maduria. Maduria. Launched in <laughs> April 1998. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's what wow. it is. All right. And apparently, it's tied to X Men. I was, I was, um, I was watching some developer gameplay with it, and it looks really cool. But it's like mixed with Final Fantasy and comics and stuff. Right on. I'll so, check it out. Yeah. Cool. So moving on out of news, we haven't done this segment in a while, but uh, it's time for story time. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And this week's story time is my story, and. I'm going to reread the title because I forgot what it was. Transitioning out of competitive multiplayer. Oh, is the name of my title. This hits hard oh. for me. Yeah. So, is this about Dota 2? Partially. Okay. Partially. Are you an avid Dota 2 player? I definitely used to be. Used okay. to be. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, I uh so video games for me um used to be like Call of Duty and Battlefield, right? Like those were I played those games purely multiplayer like i didn't care about the single player i played them online um and i played them you know not competitively in terms of like i had a team but competitively in terms of i cared about winning and um i also played smoop <laughs> smooper smooper smash bros um like that <laughs> I too smooper smash i got bros. i got very competitive about super smash bros and um gg <laughs> yeah gg but playing melee right yeah that was that would be melee and um yeah, I, you know, as I grew up, I started branching out of my gaming tastes, and um, I eventually got a, started getting into MOBAs, so I started with Super Monday Night Combat, and uh, eventually transitioned over to Dota 2, and through that experience, and I don't exactly know when I, like, internally realized it, but I realized that I have anger problems, <laughs> and um, competitive games really bring them out in me, uh, so... Yeah, that took a while to to realize, and um, you know, I've I know through playing a lot of those games, like either I was getting mad at myself being pissed off about my performance or like other people's performances online that I couldn't control. Um, up to like when I started playing competitive games with friends, I would get pissed off at my friends uh, as well as myself, and it led to a very unhealthy uh, relationship with games. So um, instead of like playing these games over and over like i remember <laughs> one of the big tick killers for me was um this guy after playing a game of dota who i didn't know he was on my team he messaged me on steam and like gave me like a two paragraph explanation <laughs> as to like why i should kill myself and stop playing dota 2 oh my goodness that's how tra- that's how toxic i mean yeah it's pretty toxic something on our on our next segments that i will talk about a bit more yeah. but i uh, i definitely know I've played, like, I don't play as much, but I play League of Legends, mm-hmm. the, like, kind of mirror of Dota, 
but I don't play it competitively or like that much for that reason because it's really toxic. Yeah. E- even though it was on Steam, you should have just replied, new phone, who dis? <laughs> no, actually what I did was way worse. Um, I got I got really mad about this. Oh. Um, so I did some internet sleuthing and found him on Reddit. Oh, boy. And so like God. unrelated to that message or related to that message, I messaged him on Reddit and like very passive aggressively was like, hey, what's up? Like, this is so-and-so who you just played Dota with. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. And like, I, I just, I kind of did it as like a scare tactic. Like, hey, you know, I found you outside of like where you thought you were safe insulting me. And like, you know, like I get that telling people to kill themselves after a game of Dota is fun and all, but like life's a little bit bigger than you think it is. So just, you know, wanted to check in and say hi. Ooh, yikes. And uh, that stuck with me for a really long time. And I still feel bad about, about doing that. I mean, but wow. at the same time, <laughs> I think he was way more in the wrong because it's like... Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like, here's why you should kill yourself. Like, ah, no, yeah. you don't say that. No. And, um, and like, as, as somebody who struggled with depression growing up, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It it hit me in a spot where, like, I, I wasn't willing to take that sitting down. So yeah. uh, I think I, I think I think you got the message pretty good either way. Um, so that, that kind of led me to, the, to a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to play competitive multiplayer games anymore. And this was a few years back. Mm-hmm. So I quit competitive multiplayer um fast forward a few years and the international happened this year for dota 2 and i'm like oh that's kind of interesting like i'm gonna i'm gonna reinstall dota 2 and play a few matches uh so first few like i was obviously rusty first few matches went okay and um whatever playing having fun get to a fifth match and i i got into a match with somebody who was on voice chat and i'm like oh my god this person's me four years ago like I just I could just listen to like the anger seething out of this person and like at the beginning of the match I like how they wanted to have fun and by the end of the match they're like you like you guys are piles of trash like you need to he was he was getting mad at this one guy for like you need to buy this item because when this character blinks in behind here like you need to know to go invisible to deal with this and it's like I messaged him afterwards like how in the world like you're obviously into this game I I used to be into this game how does this rando, like, we're playing at, like, the 2K level. We're not, like, we mm-hmm. as collectively are not good at this game. Like, you are as good as this person you were insulting because of, there's so many players in Dota 2. That's just how it matches up, right? Like, and yes, you watch competitively. What if this guy just plays this game for fun? How, you show me where in the Dota 2 client that it tells you to buy Glimmer Cape to avoid blinking <laughs> enemies. Show me right now. And he's like, he should know. Like, how should he know? Like, you know because you watch competitive yeah, Dota. People need to calm How is down. this guy supposed to know? To and it got down. me riled up enough again where I was like, you know what? No, I'm done. Like, th- this was a good experiment to get back in and, like, check out what Dota 2 was like. The community still sucks. I'm done. Which is why yeah. I quit as well. Yeah. yeah I so, think, I think, like, Oh, go ahead, Brian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say like that that was with Overwatch too. Like I've mm-hmm. played two games of competitive, I think in my like 200 hours of playing Overwatch cuz it like I can't handle it. It it's no, stupid. It's like toxic. I want to I want to have fun and play competitive and try and try to win with people who want to win, but I don't want to play with people like oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Do this, do this. It's like and I, even in like a quick game I was I was playing with someone and they were just trashing someone else like you shouldn't be playing this person like you should be this healer on this map and blah 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 and i i literally in the message i like i try not to message but i'm like i have to yeah that that, that's always how it starts is just like yeah just don't respond to them you're feeding the trolls (laughs) but i i just did this once just to I'm, i'm like i'm gonna defend this guy a little bit and i'm like 
the guy paid the money to get this game. It, it's his, it's his game. Let him play how he wants. And the person was like, oh, but, but, blah, blah. And everyone else just, like, yeah. ignored him after that. Like, it's like the, get the, out of here. The one side of that argument is, like, if, you, if you're playing in a game that has a competitive side to it, like an option where you can click on and say, like, yes, I want to play competitively, then there's, like, you know, the, the player base at that at your level kind of expects you to know how to play at that level. And if you randomly got matched into something way too high of a level and screwed up someone's competitive game, like, not that I'm justifying that you should get mad, but I can see why you're getting mad, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, like, in the... So, like, for me, in this this recent Dota story, happened in the regular matchmaking, like, not competitive. And so it's just like, like, come on, buddy. You know, like, maybe... Maybe next time, instead of yelling at somebody, give them some constructive feedback and go, hey, I noticed you didn't buy X item to deal with Y situation. In your next game, you should do that. Instead of calling them, you know, a piece of trash, whatever race you thought they are, like, (laughs) racial remark. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, that's the worst, too, when you're, it's like, yeah, we're in a a quick game, bro. Like, go to competitive, and that's... I've actually noticed the Overwatch community definitely keying on that because a lot of the times if people start getting salty like that, everyone will just start commenting or like messaging right away. It's quick play, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Quick play, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. So like, and while some of the best, some of the best gaming moments of like my life and that I remember were from competitive uh, multiplayer, uh, I just, it's not worth the downs for me. Yeah. I agree, Josh. Just what I was going to say is, like, you were saying that was, like, four years ago, but most of the cases there is, like, it's a 14-year-old boy that doesn't know how to control his feelings, and you were saying, like... Not not with Dota 2. You'd be surprised. Like, the age range of Dota 2 is older, skews Mm -hmm. older, so you can tell, like, even in their voices, like, oh, this is, like, a 26, 27-year-old guy who's, like, losing his shit because I picked, like, Crystal Maiden instead of, you know... Shadow Shaman. And he can't think logically for one second to be yeah. like that that's that's what I mean. Usually it I'm not saying it's always the case, but there are definitely some younger people out there playing like competitive yeah. games mm-hmm. and that's all they do. So they get like mad and they start like trash talking. I've definitely seen that before where it's like a young kid and you can tell how like immature they are, even just typing or like talking, right? Yeah. So Well that that was like when I when I first started playing blood like when you're talking about like people might not know like they might be new to the game so they don't know all the things when i first started playing bloodborne i didn't know that like invasion was a thing all of a sudden i get invaded and there's this person running up to me wanting to kill me so naturally and the per and i guess it's a thing the person goes to bow to me i see a person in my game coming to kill me i slaughter them while they're doing like their little emote or whatever and i just wreck them and kill them in a minute i had a message on my playstation and this person just getting so mad at me and like saying what the heck like just swearing nonstop and like what the heck man like you know like don't you know anything like this is supposed to be a fight and whatever i'm like I've never played this. You invaded my game. Get out of here, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, what? Yeah. Like, those, that type of game has, like, an unwritten culture behind it, right? Yeah. That, like, you know, you should have been playing since Demon Souls, and you should know that you bow before a, an NPC, or before an invasion, right? And it's like, like, <laughs> sure. Like, if, if, you know, like, you can roll out of a bow animation. So, like, if you're bowing and you see the guy doesn't bow, then whatever. Like, there's, there's even more rules. Like, you're not supposed to heal. 
in mm-hmm. in those yeah. type of fights either. A bow oh, duel. Really? Yeah. A duel. Yeah. If you both bow. If you both bow, there's no healing. No healing. But like like exactly. You don't know that. You don't right? know that. And you've played like half of Bloodborne because it's it's an unwritten internet rule, right? Yeah. And so yeah, there's 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 some stupid people out there who don't realize like that it's not their tiny bubble that's playing uh the game that they yeah. love. Yeah, and, and and the the other thing too with like specifically like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, if if say I'm invading and I see the other person like I would probably as the invader, I would probably wait first to see if the other person bows to me yeah, if yeah. they know what's going on. Mm. He should have he should have seen you not even bow and be like, "Oh, okay, he doesn't know." Cuz yeah, like yeah, I easy. it's like I have no idea. I see so and so has invaded your game. When Germany invaded <laughs> Poland, <laughs> do you think they bowed and just wow. took it? No, Poland was like, "What are you doing?" And they they lost, but there you go. I didn't want to laugh at that, but I did. <laughs> I love though in games, like for all games, not just like um what was Ryan was talking about, but where emotes are used to like bad manners the other like team or just like troll them and then they get like they pay for it because they taunts and smash. Yeah. yeah like they you, that yeah, that's that's one of the examples where you like taunt, but then like if someone can retaliate and actually like hit you in that moment because you thought you were being really cocky, and I think that's just such poetic justice mm-hmm. that yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um so moving out of story time, but before we totally jump out of news here, there's something I totally forgot because I didn't write it down. Um for those Magic the Gathering players out there. Uh, the Commander 2017 product was released today. Ooh. So if you've heard of Commander and know what that is and want to get into that, uh, there are some sick decks out for like 35 bucks. Commander is fun. Commander is fun. Um, Wait, these ones are only 35? I think so, or 40. Oh. Like you, so when you bought yours, it was, it's been out for a few years, so the prices go up. Oh. Although it might have been 35 American, if I remember. It might be like 40 or 45 in Canada. Okay. But anyways, uh, yeah, the four decks, they're tribal decks. So that means that um, the entire deck revolves around a type of creature. So there's a vampire deck, Ooh. a dragon's deck, a wizard's deck, and a cat deck. And uh, they all look pretty cool. So if you're into magic or you want to get into magic and uh, have some people who play commander, because like frankly, almost every magic player plays commander, uh, it's a great... Uh, product to get you started. So, yeah, if if you're, I would suggest to if you're new to Magic, try out Commander. Commander is a Commander is a fun way to play. Yeah, it's it's so the like it's a hundred card singleton format, which means you only have one of each card in your deck. You're only allowed one copy. So, um, and because the decks are so big and it's a four player game instead of a two player game, it's always different every time. And you can make your Commander deck kind of like I don't know. I feel like all my Commander decks are are personalized. Um, to me, and so it's it's fun. It's fun to play that. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. That's news. So that leads us into tacos. For, oh no, something is something. I got the segments back. <laughs> I was gonna say, whoa, it's something is something. Something is something. This week is the best side or optional quest ever. As per tradition, let's start with our guest. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Hello. Huh? <laughs> Okay, well... Hello, Sam. Hi, hi Sam. Um, what I was saying um, before, as some games have an option to do 100% runs or that additional content that kind of makes it better, I don't know if this would classify as a side quest, but I've really enjoyed that in games like I just mentioned, like Hollow Knight, there's like a whole bunch of bosses that you can do optionally, or in Lisa, where 
you can just do the 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 main story but you have to actually go out of your way to get more stupid party members if you want to so i kind of like those side kind of missions where also it changes the game if you do the side missions um one of the most drastic examples that i can think of is actually undertale is spoiler if you guys haven't uh played it if you kill all uh, monsters in one area which you don't have to do consecutively it will completely change the game and the outcome of it and it will do a different ending and npcs will start acting differently Mm -hmm. so like that's an optional thing to do but i've just really enjoyed that in games where like you don't have to do it but it changes the game like pretty drastically so yeah, uh, so a few of the game I mentioned, Hollow Knight, um, Lisa, and uh, Undertale. Good good side missions. Right on. Heck yeah. Uh, I have a quick runner-up. It's the um, giant sword quest in Orcarina of Time. Ooh. Wow. Uh, which is like one of like, I'm in my childhood memories, it's like one of my first big side quests I, I found out about. And it's like, it's actually just a really annoying fetch quest. It's like, get this, get this here, get this here in this amount of time, get this here in this amount of time. And then wait a day, and then you get a giant sword, which is super OP. That's awesome. Um, that was really fun. Um, oh, actually, another runner-up, now that I'm thinking about it, is um, Majora's Mask. Uh, there's a side quest, which is collect all of the masks, which is basically, the side quest is basically, hey, if you 100% complete the game, we'll give you this insane mask that turns you into this god sword fighter for the last boss. Have fun with that. So, <laughs> that's always really fun. But um, my, my number one side quest is actually a little uh, closer to home in terms of like games that I love and it's the uh clown fight in Dead Rising. It's Okay, yeah. Um that's optional? Well, I mean everything in that game is technically optional except for like <laughs> seven yeah. missions. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is optional. Um and yeah, it's a it's a boss that you defeat uh who's just like all of the bosses in the Dead Rising series are like so sad and uh, his story is also terrible. Um and so yeah, he's just like a clown who is super depressed cuz he's a clown who works in a mall. Um, and doesn't want that for his life. And he juggles chainsaws. And so the, through the whole fight, you have to fight this guy who has like two mini chainsaws. And uh, his death animation involves him like crossing his chainsaws and falling on the chainsaws and blood splatters everywhere. But um, the reason it's one of my favorite side quests is it's because it's the first side quest I always do in that game when it becomes available because it unlocks the best weapons in the game. And then like use the way you can spec out those chainsaws and it's like you now you're just invincible. <laughs> okay. You can be the whole game with the chainsaws. So yeah, that's fun. All right. That's what you awesome. got, AJ? So... I have a couple runners up, uh, but I'll just go real quick. A couple of runners up here. So the first runner up is like shoot the guy in the face mission, uh, Borderlands 2. An optional mission in Borderlands 2, found near the ledge in Thousand Cuts, which is the place. Uh, once spoken to, he'll be marked as an enemy, but he will not attack. The only thing left to do is shoot him in the face. <laughs> and all he begs for is to shoot him in the face. He's like, shoot me in the face. And if you don't do it, he'll like start telling people that no one shot him in the face yet. So I thought that was a really funny optional side quest or mission yeah that one's good um so i guess i'll just do the one so uh my favorite one that that just i don't know just really got to me was uh the who done it a quest in elder scrolls oblivion uh a client has arranged a party in order to kill off some of some enemies with the dark brotherhood's help the goal is to kill all the guests and a bonus is given if nobody uh witnesses any murder so i thought that was really cool you get you get you're part of the Dark Brotherhood, like the if no one knows, it's like the um, assassin guild, I guess, yeah. in uh, Oblivion, 
and they invite you to a party and you have to kill everyone there. It's like a, it's like a show like an episode. Yeah. It's like a it's like a uh, blah, 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 like a distillation of the game Clue. Yes, exactly. It's so much who done it? Yeah, yeah, who done it? I mean yeah, the quest is called Who Done It. Yeah. And I it, when I first played it, I was like, man, this is really cool. I'm yeah. going to this house. I'm like, hey, how's it going, everyone? Like, oh, and they have like nice little dinner, and then after that, you start killing everyone. And, off. You and like, them. and while you're killing people off, you're talking the other people yeah. into thinking it's somebody else, and then yeah. they kill somebody for you. And I think that happens. Yeah, at least. yeah, yeah. It gets crazy. It gets pretty janky, though. I mean, from yeah, Oblivion, it's, it's a little janky, <laughs> but uh, when it first came out and you're playing it, it's it's great, and it feels like you're part of this crazy movie motif. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my that was my favorite favorite one. And like sidebar, all of the Dark Brotherhood is just like the best side. I know, it's so good. Oblivion. Yeah. Uh, have you? You mentioned Clue. Have you seen Clue the movie? No. That's actually a thing. <laughs> Nineteen. I I just looked it up because I forgot the year and I forgot who else was all in it because I knew Tim Curry was in it. Uh, I forgot Christopher Lloyd is in it. It's wow. from 1985. No way. But it. Oh my goodness, Clue the movie is so funny. You guys should watch it, especially because when it was on Netflix, they had. Okay, but I know we're on something else, but quick side tangent. When the movie came out in theaters, there was three or four different endings to the movie, but each theater was given a different copy. So each theater had a different ending. So you could be in the, you could be one town over from a friend of yours, come together and be like, oh, did you see Clue? Yeah. What'd you think about so-and-so doing it? It's like, what are you talking about? It was so-and-so. They're like, what? No. That's actually awesome, but like I love when there's multiple endings and you just don't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and if you if you watch, because uh, I watched it on Netflix, and Netflix will show sequentially all three or four different endings, so you know what's going on. But yeah, I thought that was a really cool thing they did. Back to the question at hand, um, best side quest. I I didn't want to pull from my top two games on my list because i feel like it's a cop-out but kind of have to uh just in general like for runners up in any of the more open world batman so like they didn't really have it in asylum but in the other batman arkham games like city and night uh and origins as well there was a bunch of side missions specifically for different batman villains and so there'd just be a short like I don't know, half hour missions to find these villains, capture them, beat them up, send them back to prison kind of thing. And the, those were always so fun because you kind of get more lore behind the behind the villains and then you get like the, their villain card and you can go into the menu and like look at, oh, this was their first appearance in the comics and here's some stuff about them and how they got their powers and whatever. It, it was really fun. But um, yeah, one... Another runners up would be like the Skyrim Dark Brotherhood, like killing the, going to the wedding and killing the bride. You like that one? I like that one because I would always go up to a tower and pull out my bow and just snipe her right in the face. Every time I've done it, I was standing in the crowd and then she walked up and I was like, yoink, and then just ran away. And I never thought anything like hugely special of it. I, I, I usually plan it out so I would never get caught. Because I I would just kind of stroll out of there like, heh, 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 looking around off off easy. But my favorite one was the war for Skyrim. Because you didn't have to do that, but it was a mm-hmm. plot point right 
off the bat pretty much but you kind of forget because oh dragons are here but it was the whole nords versus the imperials coming in and it it's really fun because all the quests all that they eventually turn into is just all-out wars of imperial versus nord and whatever side you're on especially if you wait till later and you're leveled up higher you run in as a high-leveled person just slaughtering everyone else like you're you're like the aragorn of your army just going in head first killing everyone you're like your friends are dying around you and it's like ah oh, you're the ones left standing it, it it was really fun right on well that brings us to tacos for thought do you feel like you've learned anything from video games no Ooh. yeah no nah <laughs> sam we we all say no that's the end of discussion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moving on Sam, what have you learned from video games? I mean, what I was going to mention earlier, just from online playing, I have some other lessons too, but from online playing, how if it's like, I guess, co-op or if it's more like there's a lot of MMOs that you don't play competitively and it's just for fun, like exploring and like making friends, you can make friends with strangers like super easily and like get a super strong bond and then compare that with another type of online playing that we were just talking about earlier of like ke- competitive gameplay like League of Legends, uh, Dota, Overwatch, how toxic people become like <laughs> yeah. under a short amount of time. But it's the it's honestly the same thing. You're going on the internet playing with people. So I've just I I've kind of learned that that's it really depends what kind of environment you put yourself in that kind of shapes you into what you like become and how you act because i don't think that you're actually an angry person josh when you say that you have anger issues it's because you're put in a situation that most people would get like scream like an angry but they wouldn't normally ever do that yeah like my my anger manifests so like (laughs) I guess transitioning, like something that I've learned about myself with video games is that I do get angry. And the way my anger manifests is very, like, it's not like, you know, I get mad at, you know, in a a situation like this kind of thing or like at work, whatever. It's like just certain, like, certain emotions and certain things happening. It's like, I'll be fine, 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 fine. And like, I'm off an edge. And the, the, like, the wick is, the wick for my, like, anger dynamite is pretty long. But um, if the right thing happens, it disappears in a second. All it takes is a GG. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> GG yeah. easy. Ryan Ryan's seen me get mad over a, over a untimely GG once in a McDonald's. <laughs> but uh, that might be a story for another yeah. time. <laughs> Just one more quick thought. Um, isn't it really cool when you see something in a video game, but then after you see it in real life and you're like, hey, I actually know what this is. Mm. Like... One example I've seen, I, I, I can't remember which game. It was another Like when MMO. you come across a dragon wall and you're like, I could get a shout from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's absorbing into my mind. Yeah. But I think there was like, there is a place where you would be mining a whole bunch of like different rocks and like you would, you would do it. I, I remember when I was younger, just mining and there was all these different types of uh, minerals. And then we went to an actual like site 
and there was like those exact ones and they look similar to what they were in the game obviously because they were modeled that but little me didn't know that i'm like hey these i actually know what these are because of the video game learning <laughs> mommy and can I, we smelt these <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like the 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 blue sticking out of the gray is the diamonds i learned that from minecraft <laughs> But I, I, that's just like one example, but I always find that like really cool. Like obviously they model it off of real life. Another thing is I'm not a huge fan of Assassin's Creed, but I did play through them. Then actually going to the places in Italy or in like Europe, they're modeled really well and they look almost identical in game to mm. the actual thing. So it's it's really cool seeing something in a video game. And then seeing it in real life and then saying, wow, I actually learned something. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, for me, like, and kind of piggybacking off of, off of what you've started with there, um, I, I learned, like, I feel like I had a really good understanding of how guns worked the first time I touched a gun. Like, just from, from video games. Like, for example, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on with a gun. Like, you have to, um, you know, you put, the, you put the clip in and then you, you cock the gun to get the first barrel or the first bullet from the, from the magazine into the barrel. And, like, a lot of games do it wrong and a lot of movies do it wrong. And, like, once you understand how that process works, like, you see a lot of really bad stuff in media of, like, that's not how guns work. Like, media, you taught me how guns work and now you're lying to me about how guns fake work. News, fake news, fake yeah. <laughs> news. Unless you're John Wick, then you do it right. Yeah, yeah then yeah, you do it They right. have to do. In that movie, they that the first one was so good because they did it right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, we've touched about the other things video games have really taught me to um, touch on anger, uh, also touched on problem solving a few episodes ago. Like video games, I think, really brought out the problem solving side of my brain and um, spatial awareness, too. Like I, I feel like I almost always know where I am in relation to other things. And like my sense of direction is really good. I feel like I almost always know where north is. And I think a lot of that comes from playing open world games and like knowing like always having that map there kind of like has made my everyday life i always think to myself like okay you just walk if, around with a compass now yeah no yeah. it's like if i could picture a mini map of where i am right now in the corner like where would the mini map be oriented um mm, so that's yeah, that's yeah. been good too um i also picked up a habit of thumbs up like i used to never do thumbs up until uh, dead rising uh, the main <laughs> character does thumbs up all the time and i don't know why but i like subconsciously <laughs> picked up thumbs up from that's that funny. yeah so that's me. A question about that. So do you think like how VR is getting a huge thing and it's getting more expansive now? Do you think that's helping or hindering people be in like the real world now? Right. As it is right now, I don't think it makes any difference. No. Uh, because the content's not there. The quality of content's not there. So it's not like a, it's definitely not a surrogate for life. Um, if you're talking like Ready Player One level VR, uh, I think that that might have an effect or like um sort art online for you mm-hmm. uh weebos out there um <laughs> myself included uh yeah like that sort of vr i think will change the scape of like people dealing with reality but i think right now it's it's no. not yeah, especially right now too from what i'm hearing for people who do play vr no like i most people like our max they're like i'm done like i can't i can't be wearing that anymore like they're they're tired of it so mm-hmm. yeah it's I, not really ideal yet i i'm i was more saying like now and in the very like near future when it's gonna be like almost the exact same as real life because that's what they're gonna that's what you plan to we'll do, right? see you know i'm kind of skeptical about moore's law you guys know moore's law no is that the matrix <laughs> yes it's the matrix <laughs> no, I'm just no moore's law is the idea that um the 
capacitor size or the the number of capacitors on a or I think it's capacitors on a chip will double every 18 months for computers like basically saying computers will get twice as powerful every 18 months um and that's been true for a really long time but it's not staying true it's starting to plateau so I'm kind of of the idea that um computing technology isn't going to change as rapidly as it has in the last you know 20 years um, so I would be very interested to see if we ever get to the point where we have lifelike VR. Uh, maybe we will, and like maybe someone will solve that problem of Moore's law stopping to be true. But um, in in our near future, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a while. Yeah, I think it's going to be a while too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the matter at hand. One of the things that I would say I've learned is to be a decent person online. <laughs> With other people. And not to rage. Not to rage. No, like, it's interesting. I've I've gotten mad and everything, and I've, oh, I've just wanted to, like, lay into people. But it's, like, no, because, it, like, it, it's a game. It, that Like, that's stupid. So now, now I've kind of, like, started to condition myself that if I'm getting mad at a game, it's more, like, over the top and, like, more funny kind of thing. Like, I just kind of like i'm just kind of overacting it and it's yeah it's just kind of funny but do you know it's funny ryan in your heart of hearts when (laughs) when i'm in the moment i'm like oh i'm mad but then i'm like this is funny (laughs) it's like a split second like oh yeah this is like this is pretty funny unless it's unless it is something like uh, like if i if i'm sitting down playing a game with someone and they're specifically saying things and it's like a competitive like one-on-one game and they're specifically saying things to get under my skin i don't like that because i'm I'm not i'm not a talker in that sense to people like i (laughs) I had a cough i like i i don't know like i understand people like to trash talk and whatever but now when when i'm just playing a game like i'm just dead face and i'm i'm just there to like I'm having like yeah, I'm I'm going hard and like competing and whatever, but I'm not I'm not just gonna put you down because I feel like it's gonna give me a better chance to win. I'm gonna win because it's just another day at the office. <laughs> All right, there's my trash talk for the day. <laughs> Good stuff. What about yourself, AJ? What have you learned from the video games? So mine's a little deep, uh, actually. Because what I've learned is uh, video games is a really, really big part of my life. Um, and going way back, uh, like one of my very first huge moments of video games and knowing that I was a gamer uh, was a game called Final Fantasy X. And, uh, you know, I've learned, you know, empathy and I've learned love and I learned, you know, the outcomes of what happens when you're when you, you know, go into full vengeance and all these storylines and fantasies and uh, getting into all these single player, uh, you know, campaigns and learning and and knowing what these characters go through and understanding the outcomes of what character, what what happens when someone goes down the wrong path, and um, you know, there's a lot of negativity in video games, right? But there's also a lot of love and a lot of uh, you know positivity in video games, and I you know I want to highlight that. And how much of a big part of my life it is, because it's it given me friends. You know what I mean. You can you can, you have a game and uh, you can bond over it, um, and that's what got me friends and stuff like that. And 
there's huge communities over one game and uh how many things how many people can get together for one game as a hive mind and figure out all this stuff about it and i i think it's it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and uh you know games have taught me so much uh you know how to multitask you know how to you know like i said love and be empathetic and uh sympathetic and you know all that stuff and you know i wouldn't you know be like that or be who i am without it today so i just want to you know get to that very deep and passionate uh moment there <laughs> cool man. but that that's what it means to me and i think uh i think it's positive and th- you know games have taught me all those things so yeah and i i think especially too with like single player story focused games you get a lot of like like you learn what it is and what it or what it's like and what it takes to be the hero exactly like there like there's a sacrifice of yourself like you're 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 not putting yourself first like there you're giving up a lot so that you can go and save these people yeah i think we've all we can step in those shoes and and learn from those characters and i think that's so beautiful then that you know people spend so much time in making these games and uh, you should almost appreciate every single one of them really yeah Yeah. it takes a lot to become the symbol of peace and justice (laughs) in the same vein as that um i kind of like because in games obviously you can save pretty easily and go back on a save i like games that have permanent decisions consequence yeah and consequences on doing it because it makes it so much more interest if you make a decision it'll like affect the rest of the game and then you have to really think about a decision because i'm the kind of person who would play a game and if it's not an outcome that i like i'm just gonna go back to the save and i'm just gonna be like no okay let me let me redo this but like as you're saying that's not how it would be in real life so when it actually puts into perspective, like this will affect the rest of the game. I think that's really neat. But yeah, that's <laughs> right on. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, AJ. I appreciate no that. No problem. So that ends our talk is for thought. Uh, normally we would go into our audience engagement section of the show, which is where we read your tweets. We read your emails and we talk about them and you guys have a conversation with us. However, again, we have not had any emails or Ooh. tweets into the show for a while. So if you would like to email into the show with something you want to talk about or something you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to hit us up at parttimealliesmail at gmail.com. That's right. That's parttimeallies.mail at gmail.com. I almost forgot. I just realized that our YouTube page had our email as parttimeallies at gmail.com. <gasps> I don't know who that was going to, but it oh. sure wasn't us. But uh, I don't think anyone else saw it before I did. Um However, speaking of YouTube, I have an email from YouTube that uh, I want to read you guys. <laughs> okay. Way to go, part-time allies. Your video is now on YouTube. The part-time playthrough of Resident Evil 4 Part 3. So I'm going to plug this again while we're back here. All right. Uh, I'm doing a playthrough of Resident Evil 4 on our YouTube channel, which you can find by YouTubing part-time allies or part-time allies Resident Evil blah, blah, blah playthrough. You know the gist of it. So come check that out. It's been fun making that content for you guys. And if you want to comment on it or whatever, Feel free. I'm, uh, in, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> AJ loves Resident Evil Four, and yeah. uh, he's been. He's, are you caught up? Are you all the way? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. That last episode, man. Whew, oh, I boy. got. I was getting overwhelmed with fighting in that swamp. Edge of my seat, my man. <laughs> Edge of my seat. At some point, it was just like I'm just gonna throw a grenade at all of you because this is sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 
check that out. And uh, we would really like to start interacting with uh, people on Twitter as well. Our Twitter is been not super active but i want to get on there and start talking with some of you guys so if there's any conversations you want to have feel free to hit us up yeah. tweet 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 and that's at part-time allies cool so that is emails for the show uh we quickly want to touch on challenges which is something we've been neglecting for a very long time well it's back baby i think we've had this challenge going on for four weeks now so the challenge from last time was you should write a review i can start us off here start us off aj all right, so I'm going to do the quick version. Okay. Because I know we're on time. So I'm not going to do the breakdown. The breakdown. But I'll just do the, the little little mini guy. Breakdown. The game. Uh, my review is SteamWorld Heist on Ooh. Steam. Nice. The game is set in a few hundred years after SteamWorld Dig when, when Steam bots have been forced into space after Earth was destroyed. The story follows the tough-as-nails Captain Piper and her crew raiding ships after scrappers and their water, which is fuel and money anyway so that's like the little main thing okay so my review steamroll heist is a refreshing take in the strategic combat field your steambot crew is led by captain faraday into several tactical missions where you get to overcome enemy forces and collect loot or as the game calls it swag the characters are likable and have personality which is something i particularly enjoyed gameplay wise is very similar to xcom and akin to worms in a 2D platformer fashion, you take cover and get into position to shoot or brawl with enemy bots. There are quite a few different abilities available, some of which are also tied to a certain weapon group, assaulter, sniper, heavy, being examples of them. Each character also expands their abilities automatically after every level up, 10 being the max level. There is a dirtant collection of guns and items to loot or buy, as well as a cosmetic hat collection for the occasional completionist. Graphics are pretty and polished. Gameplay is smooth. I've captured no glitches or bugs in the completion of the game. And the difficulty is adjustable at any point in the game. Last but not least, the soundtrack was so enjoyable that I had me sitting idle in the occasion bar, occasional bar so I could enjoy the band playing in the background. Uh, absolutely recommend this game for anyone that's even remotely likes uh, tactical combat. And I give it a uh, 8.5 or 10. Okay. AJ, we don't do number scores yeah. right here. Yeah. AJ, we don't do number I th- scores. I thought we oh, talked yeah, we about don't. this. <gasps> oh, <no. gasps> dun, dun, dun. I give it a you don't know to you don't know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. Right on. Thanks, AJ. Unless you want more. I'm just kidding. It's good stuff. Well, uh, we should try and put these written reviews out somewhere. I actually threw mine on Pastebin, so I'll include okay. a link to mine um, in the show notes if you want to do that as well. Yeah, that was we my can, quick review. We can do that. Quick review to SteamWorld Heist. Ryan, did you write a review? I did not. Do you want me to improvise one right now? You can read sure. one of mine. <laughs> AJ had like four ready. Yeah, I, w- I want Ryan to improvise a review. <clears throat> Three minutes on the clock. Just kidding. Stardew Valley brings Minecraft's farming system to a whole new level. It brings peace and tranquility to a wonderful world that is a nice peaceful setting. You start out in a farm and work for your work for your grandpa who's dead. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's like some necromatic slave labor. <laughs> I had a good opening line, that. but that's, all, that's about all I had. The best reviews have good opening lines, Ryan. So, so they, they read that first part for sure. That's right. They, yeah, they read the first it. part. They read the last part. What's your score? My score is you should definitely play this game if you want to relax. 16 papayas out of two. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I, I, I gave it purple out of orange. Excellent. 
Sam, we don't normally bug our guests for a review, but if you happen to quickly want to review a uh, a game, go sure. for it. Sure, um, give I wasn't, a good opening I, line. I wasn't ready for a review, otherwise I would have planned one out. But I told you that I. You definitely. I, I wasn't going to ask, <laughs> but I did. Um, but I would definitely, as I've said earlier in the podcast, um, recommend Hollow Knight, and I would break it down into a few different categories first on games which i'm always curious is it worth the time and money Ooh, so like that's what you want to know and some i usually look at like steam reviews that's all i want to know sometimes like first of all is it worth going to be my time once i buy it and is it a good deal so on both of those on hollow knight i can say 100 percent yes um it's even not on sale it's fifteen dollars, and for the amount of content that you're gonna get, I'm you won't be bored with this. Um, I, the art style and the smoothness of playing is another thing, but it's uh, absolutely a gorgeous game, and the the gameplay and the controls are really tight. I think it's really great in that sense, and so for content wise, I'd say more than enough for what you're paying for. And um, yeah, I th- I think it's it's a great game. Uh, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Leave a little mystery for you. I did say it's a, a a little platformer where you're you're a little bug in a bug world. That's a really good unprompted review. Yeah. Have what's you, what's your part-time ally score? Yeah. What's your part-time ally score? I'd say as a part-time listener on this part-time podcast, <laughs> um, I'd give it a solid nine. Out of ten, whoa! I appreciate how like into our weird naming culture, Sam. Like, is obvious. Like, mm-hmm. you've so I'm not I'm not gonna trash my other guests that's been on this podcast, but like you've been really good at, been at good. podcasting. Have you done this before? First time on a podcast. Hey, sure. we're gonna have to get you back. Well done. Hey. Well done. Have you ever seen those Steam reviews where like you're scrolling through the recommendeds and whatever, and then you see someone sixty two hours of gameplay not recommended you played it for sixty two hours <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. something he, must have kept you in he really did his research <laughs> really okay did his research. I have a funny story of that actually um one of my and we're out of time no. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week <laughs> one of my friends um has that he had like thirty three hours there's some like a bit weirder games on Steam, like the the anime like oh, chick no. games, but they're like match threes. Okay, and, he has, and he is like thirty three hours. And he, what he says in big, he's like, my my girlfriend had control of my Steam account. I swear, I I didn't want to play this game. She's addicted to this game. And I totally would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And on that side now, Josh, right on the final review. Dead Rising. A part-time Ooh. Allies quick review, written by Josh. Oh, I like that. Dead Rising is a special game. Special is a vague term that is thrown around a lot in people's top lists of, vi- of favorite video games, and rightfully so. Special means something specific to everybody. However, this leads to an intrinsic lack of understanding when you hear someone say the word special. Special, to me, describes a game where I had to forcibly restart dozens of times in order to level up, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Special describes a game where I've put countless hours barricading myself in a jewelry store with various mall benches and objects, uh, and something that the game does not ask you to do, but allows you to do, and I had a great time doing it. Special is a game that makes you play by its rules to get the most out of it. Everybody complains about the time in Dead Rising, how time is a factor, but what time really does in that game is make you better at Dead Rising. Dead Rising is a special game. 
My score, 53,594 greedy Americans out of 10. I like that score. It's <laughs> a good score. Good score yeah. If you've played Dead Rising, you should get I that. I like the little quick review. You should get that joke. Quick review. Yeah, it's a quick review. We can we can change it with a P sometime. Quick, quick, pick, 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 review. A part, <laughs> part-time review. Part-time review, sure. A part Whatever. review. A preview. So, preview. A, it's a preview. It's a preview. <laughs> Here's my preview. I'm going to rate this game. <laughs> Here's my preview. So the closing challenge. The closing challenge for this week is I want us to replay an old game. Something that's been collecting dust on one of our shelves or sitting in our Steam library that we bought on a Steam sale and have never played. AJ, Josh, AJ, <clears throat> Josh, Jordan, and Ryan. Do you have a Steam? Oh yeah, you play some games. What? But like, but like you recently got Steam two years ago. Yeah, that's okay. like that's like well, there could be some old stuff sure. in there, I guess. Yeah. So do we, oh, there's some old. I was stuff kind of that more I've like already... aiming like an old Xbox 360 clarification. Game here, like, yeah, we have, have to had we've had to play this game before. Yeah, it okay. has to be a game that you've experienced. Okay, and it's oh, a game that you're going to come back to. You don't have to beat the whole thing. It can be thirty minutes, an hour, whatever. And then, but, uh, and then maybe we'll talk about that next week. So, sure. uh, Sam, if you want to participate in the challenge, feel free to email in, and uh, we'll read your thoughts on the show. I awesome. lied. I've had Steam for one year. <laughs> Lie. You're making your case worse and worse. <laughs> a year and four months. Okay. I no, would recommend specific. Crash Bandicoot 2. Whoa. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have whoa, access whoa, to Crash whoa, Bandicoot 2. I might just do that. Oh, uh, boy. I can play the first game I got for my PlayStation. What's that? Dying Light. Ooh. That's really not that old. When did that come out? Like 2013? 14? 14? Whatever. Old is relative to you, yeah. Ryan. You get to pick what old is. If old was last I, week... I could play Super Mario World does if you wanted to. Does it have to be like an old and... No. No. I think it just has to be... Like, for me, I might play... Um, I might fire up like one of the original Call of Duties, for example, and like Ooh, try out the wow. story mode. I don't know, something like that. Like, that's, I'm going to... You know, that's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll, plug, I'll plug in my GameCube and play Madden 06 again. Yes. Uh, See, perfect. This is what we're talking about. Like, if I could, I'd play Luigi's Mansion, but... Okay. Yeah, I'll play Mario it. Party together. And why can't, why can't you play Luigi's oh, Mansion? <laughs> I don't have a GameCube. So, oh. Or Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I thought you still have Luigi's Mansion. No. Oh, Come my god. I want to, I want I to quickly say that. thank you to Sam. Yes, Sam. Yeah. We always forget to thank our guests, but thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome to Sam. Thank Have a good trip so in much. China. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to China. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. China will be cool. It's a, how's that racist? I mean, I don't know. Well, thank you, everybody. We will see you. Bye-bye. Love you. Ciao, ciao. Week.